Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, everyone, our affirmative action policies have kicked in, and it's time for our quarterly female guest. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you are, we have the very wonderful Nikki Glazier on the show today. Nikki, please, come on in. Woo! There it is. Yeah. Live audience. Wow. <laughs> it kind of is actually i don't even know what that meant when i said it but i just went to the bathroom you guys have tampons in there no, yeah. you don't you had a scale though yeah uh that was w- weird yeah. that, and you had made me clock in my weight yeah it felt rude well it just lets us know you know <laughs> oh i actually did that joke on barstool once because you know that's like a you know yeah. everyone what everyone says about that is it's true uh and uh <laughs> I said that I go. You guys have a scale, and um, and I got to say it here. I'm ruining it now because you guys thought that was original in the moment, but no, it's fine. Uh, it was a recycle joke that they took out because they were like, "We don't want you to." Jo-. I'm like, "You got to make fun of the fact." Oh yeah, come on. That no. what you are like, you guys are making fun of it. Am I? Re- you're not wait, your wait, first. So they actually had a scale in the bathroom. No, 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 no. no, no, okay. no. <laughs> yeah, no, they weigh all the girls and then <laughs> yeah, exactly. the ones That's, that like, you can't out. joke about it because it's true. <laughs> yeah, right? and that is like the problem with it is that you believed it. Yeah, like it's. So something that could happen there that you dude, know. it's like an MMA weigh-in. You know, if the girls are overweight, they make them get naked. They put the towel in front. Yeah, yeah. You got oh, the yeah. commissioner out yeah, yeah. there, face yeah. to face. Yeah, and you gotta yeah cut weight. Yeah. Man, wrestling. You guys are into that, right? Yeah, cutting weight. Have you yeah. ever? Did you wrestle in like high school or anything like that? No, I just like watching guys beat the shit out of each other. It's, it's tough though. They all have eating disorders after it. Yeah, like they all have like they. I I grew up with eating disorders and like whenever I meet a wrestler, I'm like. We've been through the same thing. Yeah. Like they all have like teenage girl eating disorders. Wait, because of, of cutting weight? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's They've all, intense. and being obsessed with every little pound and, every, yeah. you know, because it's got kind of the same thing as like being a teenage girl with it, but trying to obsess over, like, if I get to this number, it'll be, I'll qualify for this yeah. group of girls to yeah. hang out with or whatever it is. Damn, that's but crazy. On to lighter stuff. To answer uh, your racism. question. Yeah. 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 No, we could do that. We could definitely. Yeah. What, what do you think I am? <laughs> oh, really? Be racist for a second. Uh, can I? Yeah. I mean, you asked me to. Okay. Yeah. Um, Cambodian? Wow. Like that's, half? Cambodian? That's that's the most advanced answer I've received in a long really? time. And I will tell you kinda... that that is cor- I actually don't know. He's never told me his race. <laughs> so I'm actually not sure if that's yeah. right or not. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have been, haven't been sponsored by 23andMe yet? And no. no, no I'm, I'm waiting. We're waiting for. I'm waiting. <laughs> We're holding out for that. Exactly. What are you? I don't uh, It's a fun meme. We don't really say. He's never said. Oh, you've never said. No. But I was not right. No. We can eliminate Cambodia. Or were you right? Or were or, you? Oh, well, this this makes it so it's not racist yeah. because yes. I could have been exactly dead on. Yeah. I what can a- tell I wasn't, though. What am I? <laughs> um, <laughs> Irish. No. Canadian. Yes. No, he's rich. He's very rich. <laughs> <laughs> he's very rich. Oh, I very rich. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's get that he right. He doesn't shy away from that <laughs> at all. <laughs> What's up, guys? This is the TNT Podcast.
podcast. This is today's free episode. If you want this episode ad free and an extra bonus episode, you can find that right now on our website. The flying stalkers may soon be solved. If you've ever smoked weed at literal Woodstock, you're not a stoner. Goodbye. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. Okay, as fuck. The so called flying stalkers. Fashion your seatbelt and get ready for the base. You know this guy wore Dior last week. Really? Yeah. Wait, are you new, Rich? Or were you did no, you grow no, up they kind sent of what, it. Rich? I didn't buy it. See, they sent well, it. Well, that's even more rich. Yeah. Not, yeah. No way. <laughs> How is that rich? That's, I mean, well, th- th- when you don't have to buy it, that's what the that's the paradox. Like, when you get rich enough to afford, or famous enough to afford things, you don't have to buy anything anymore. Yeah, yeah. but I had this to give it back. I didn't get to keep it. Wait, you had to give it back? Yes, that's what they do. They send it so that you wear it on whatever you're going to do, and then you have to right. give it back the next morning. They send a messenger. And oh. Like, yeah. Well, that's you had fun cosplaying as someone cool. Now yeah. give that shit. Did you have stylists set this up? Yeah. Okay, because I have stylists too, but you pay them. I paid yeah. the stylist. And th- yeah. that's what happens to me too. I, I get, you pay thousands of dollars. Which is worth it because they know what they're doing, and I don't know what I'm doing. But then you have to give the outfit back, and no one knows that. Well, they, uh, you don't get uh, to keep any of it. Originally, he got a suit from Balenciaga, but they found out he was too old, so they. <laughs> I was I was in my head trying to figure out that meme of like all the equations was happening in my head right now, trying to make that joke. <laughs> yeah, oh. so they sent it to me instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're two like, "Oh no, he made the suit." Cody is really funny. You say what? Two stand-ups against Cody. Is yeah, yeah, this funny. is really good. <laughs> yeah, well, Cody, I, you don't do stand. No, no. Um. I I mean I do it, but I hesitate to give myself the seal of approval. Why? I didn't come up through the club, so I feel Who like cares. I don't know, man. No, you're in. You're okay. in. Like Thank there's you. no there's no initiation. I feel like people Schultz get said so the same thing. right. And when well, Schultz isn't a comedian either, so he. Andrew, <laughs> 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 she said it, not me. No, he's not watching this. So. Uh... <laughs> I know I have texts that prove otherwise. <laughs> no, he's definitely watching. No, Schultz is. Well, we said his legit. name, so he's definitely watching now. Yeah, he has some algorithm <laughs> that finds his name. Um, his ears right now. He, yeah. he, he's often sent things about like the Peanuts characters because the guy that wrote it was Schultz. Okay, yeah. so uh, that's a deep cut. But um, <laughs> no, I uh, no, he's right. Schultz is right. Is that uh, yeah? It doesn't matter. I think there's so much snobbery with stand-ups, and like even when I was coming up with stand-up, I felt like I couldn't call myself a stand-up until I got on Last Comic Standing because mm. then it was like, okay, you can't be on the show until you're a comic there's all these and then if you take a comedy class you're not really a comedian or like you didn't start in clubs how did you start i mean i I mean i grinded open mics for like three years so i guess it's like pretty much the same thing that's it dude and i don't i don't know people ask me how to start now you go on instagram live and perform for two people you go on tick like yeah however you want to start like putting it out there performing getting in front of people whether it's you alone in your room i don't care at all It, it you can it can I don't know, but people are so snobby because club comics are poor and they're jealous of <laughs> you guys who are making lots of money doing it other ways. And so they like to go, there's this, you can never get in our club. Right, but right. I'm sure, um, so how long have you been doing it? 
Well, I did it for like two, three years before. He oh, you can't call yourself. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, never mind everything yeah. you just said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no that you can call count. yourself. But after like, th- I would say like five times doing it, you can be like, I'm a comic. Yeah. Then we then we toured together for a year, and yeah. then. Um, so I've been on state. Like I've done. Yes. We've done like Clearly. a lot of shows together, but yeah. I. I wouldn't call myself a comedian, legitimate, like because I just like like stand up because you yeah because I I've never like performed alone. I have, but insane. like for open mics and shit, not like actually. Mm. Wait, you've done open mics though? Yeah, and yeah. done stand up on open mics. I dragged oh, him to his d- first open mic. It was great. Were you addicted to it though? Like, do you do you? No, I didn't get plug? I didn't get that. Yeah. yeah, I was just scared of it the whole time. Even when we toured, I was scared every single time before we went out. I was shitting my pants. Yeah, and then I would have this crazy like adrenaline like nerve crash like afterwards and it was just like this it was really, cycle of like yes i, so I just been, didn't enjoy it you know i've still been on the road for the last like year and change but it'd be really funny when we had our first so we went to st louis yeah and we have this like fucking uh scar of a show <laughs> where it was like a st louis crowd so they were just fucking jabbering the whole time drunk yeah. not really knowing how to behave well they were just oh yeah that was no. and then where was it um what's pageant? that multi-level pageant the pageant i think so yeah. yeah 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 that's a good that's a good venue good job yeah. guys thank you but so it was a lot of crowd work and like trying to shut the crowd down mm. and then at some point cody just like kind of just looked over he's like all right go at it and we got into the green room afterward and he's like i know how the fuck you deal with that man that was that was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you lose control of them and when they aren't listening and you feel, or you just- I, I can't, I, that shuts me down. It should. I, I can't like- Yeah, it should. That's a normal reaction. And you're like, oh no, fuck, it's war now. Did you, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I burned them all down. And it, But you won, oh, won yeah, them over, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, you know, that makes you feel good. But like, you know, we all watch that Bill Burr clip of him in Philly. Yeah, Have yeah. you ever seen that? Of like of course, where he's yeah. doing the countdown? So, yeah. And that's like what we all dream of having yeah. that moment of just like, fuck all of you and just going off. Um, but last night, actually, I was at the Laugh Factory and a guy went up before me and some heckler just- the guy was doing well too everyone liked him and then some heckler was just like you don't make as much money as me like you don't get girls like i do like just wasn't even listening to the guy but then just came at him and this was a nice guy on stage and um and i had never seen a comic do this but he pulled the classic hack joke out of like man i don't come to your work and knock the dicks out of your mouth and i'd never heard i thought that was just a thing (laughs) that (laughs) i didn't it was a thing we all agreed we don't say but like i've heard that before but it hit just as hard it's it's funny it It worked and i go oh i should you know there's stock lines that get you out of it but the funny part was is that he he recovered and he looked like from the outside you could not tell that he was shaken by it at all but he immediately after this interaction and kind of like going like it didn't really work and he was just kind of like okay i'll well um so you know i'm i'm from iran and like he gets back into his act and then he takes off his jean jacket immediately because he starts overheating like oh, i've been there before oh, too <laughs> you get this surge of adrenaline that makes you overheat yeah. so you start flops the flop sweat thing and it's like i just but he looks so cool and comfortable on the outside and i've been that way before too you know like even when that's the weird thing about stand up that I don't like is I don't like when it's performative when you're like freaking out in your head and you're having to do say something other than what you're thinking. And yeah. I think the best stand up is when you're able to let loose and just say exactly what you mean in the moment. Yeah. I hate those awkward moments of like you say something weird to someone and they're like I remember one time a woman like I thought she raised her hand to ask a question, but she just had like cerebral palsy. And I was just like, man. And then I was just like, oh, and like, what do you do? Like, I, I, and so oh my that, God. the flop sweat, I'm like taking off the tiny tank top I have. Like I just anything to get me out yeah. of this. And then um, <laughs> just get it naked on stage yeah. to change the vibe. <laughs> just, yeah. 
(laughs) It was just so awkward. And like, there's just nowhere for you. I, I, at that point I'm drowning in my thoughts of I'm a bad person. I'm going to get canceled. I hurt this person's feelings and you can't, you can't think clearly in that moment, but I'd like to try in those times. My goal is always to like, if a joke bombs or something, I said something awkward is just stop and say like, what is true? Like, what's true? That's going to get me out of it. Acknowledge the elephant in the room, which is like, well, this woman has, I think cerebral, is it cerebral palsy? What, can you tell me what happened? And like, and one time that did happen, I got into something where I was talking about people in wheelchairs. I had a joke. And this woman again, raised like, was like, heckled me. And I go, what's going on? And, and, um, and I asked her, I think my joke was like, it's funny that we can, you see a dog with wheels for legs and you're like, Oh my God, look at you. What happened to this widow puppy? But you can't do that with people in a wheelchair. You can't be like, Oh my God, what happened to you? But it's like, why not? Why can't you say that? Because it's clear that oh they're, you know, disabled. Did you get hit by a car? Yeah. Oh, why didn't they just put you down? Yeah. Um, oh, you went to IWAC. Oh. <laughs> but it turns out, I don't want to speak for disabled people because I can't. Um, but I do think that they want, it is weird that we just like see a person in a wheelchair and we have to be like, nothing's different. And just like, and we like look above them, like you're up here. I'm not even going to look down because I don't want to acknowledge the thing that's, so I think that sometimes uh, she even said, and she was like, I love when people ask me, I'm like, so if I saw you at the grocery store, I could just straight up go like, what happened to you? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, then what happened to you? And she's like, I fell off a motorcycle. And I was like, oh shit. And then. She was like a my, oh, my friend's did motorcycle. You? <laughs> yeah. oh, I know a motorcycle. Oh, are you a rescue? Um, <laughs> and I go, she goes, my boyfriend was driving, and I was like, uh, oh, like I didn't want to ask, but yeah. she was like, and he's, and I'm like, and he, and she was like, he's, and I was like. And yeah. it, he was just getting drinks for them. <laughs> she pointed up and I was like, oh, okay, good. God bless you. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Another time I asked a woman, I was talking about tattoos or something, and I go, who has tattoos here? And this woman raises her hand, and I go, what's yours? And she said, it's um, my my baby's footprints or whatever. And I go, oh, how old? And she was like, he's gone. And I'm oh, like, why God. would you bring this up? <laughs> where, like, where do I go with that? I mean... God love uh, you for I, bringing it up. I swallowed some as well. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a girl, that's me as a girl. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. I man. eat kids too. <laughs> sorry. It Come can on, just dude. Be, so I'm sorry. But you bombed before, <laughs> huh? right? Yeah. You bombed, like that last line. Yeah. Like you. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> I no, mean, I've had a couple stinkers already. Like <laughs> you just like have this, this surge goes through you of like, it's so shameful because it is such a risk to say something that might not be funny, uh, and then that 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 it's that, awful. That vibe when the room just sucks out, and then they can like, sense it, right? Oh. Yeah, they I can sense like it. Yeah, you said that you didn't notice that he was bombing the guy that was getting heckled, yeah, or whatever. D- well, or knew, you didn't notice his like energy change. I could I tell like the, the audience did it. I knew because oh, okay. I just knew like this was so like I knew he was freaking out because he's a nice guy, and you could tell he doesn't have these interact. He's not like going after the crowd. Yeah, because so some this- comics are like that. Like they just don't. They don't fuck with the crowd. I don't like fuck that. with the crowd at all. Oh, really? At all. And people always unless go to they're my disabled. Sh- yeah, unless, yeah. unless they're asking for it <laughs> yeah. by being in a fucking wheelchair. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what I say. 
<laughs> well, that's good. Guys, by the way, Nikki's on tour. Uh, <laughs> and there's ADA access, so you're more than welcome it's to pull up. It's all handicapped access. That's all I want. My shows are all crowd work. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, she does them in music venues, but they're still seated shows. <laughs> <laughs> sitting room only yeah. as long as you bring your own <laughs> i never get a standing ovation but it doesn't hurt my feelings because they can't uh <laughs> oh i i hope people have a good sense of humor that are listening to this and are no, dude, it's to... over man it was nice yeah, it was, you know what yeah. this is a good way to go out this yeah. is, i'm on top yeah. um but i uh yeah it's just but i don't interact with the crowd and people think that i will because i've done roasts and all this stuff i can but I just have like goals up there in terms of like, I want to get through my material. I have something to yeah. say. And the risk factor is too high of yeah. like not being funny when you're fucking with the crowd. Yeah. It, at least in my head it is, but it actually now that with the proliferation of uh, crowd work videos on Instagram, yeah. I realize these motherfuckers laugh at any, anything you do in the crowd yeah. will get people to laugh. The bar is so low because <laughs> audiences know that when you're doing your act, like this is a polished thing, like yeah. present something to us that is like, the bar is high. You've worked on this. Most True, audiences yeah. know that you're not riffing up there. Yeah. But when you go in the crowd, there's no way unless you planted someone that you have that you figured out what to do. And so people are just so amazed by any kind of wit that goes on there. So you can just go, look at this guy's shirt. And people are like, oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Like, and, and it's of the moment. So, And I love crowd work, too. I used to love it when I would go see stand-up. So um, I'm, go I'm challenging myself to do it more. You but should. it doesn't happen. How do you get into it? Um, I just, it really depends. Sometimes I just, I'll like kill the energy a little bit on purpose just so I can like talk to somebody. That seems insane to me. So you'll, you'll have momentum and you'll go, I'm going to choose just to, cause you enjoy discomfort a little bit. Maybe? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And it probably creates a place for you where you're like, that's where you get motivated. Are you like a last minute type person? Like you get shit done be. under the under Yeah, yeah. The gun? I definitely like the pressure. Yeah. I like when it's awkward. That's that'll bring it. Yeah. Putting just talking to someone. I, I just generally feel can you just tell because you you've done crowd work probably more than me, even though I've been doing stand up like eighteen times as long as you like it yeah. I, I've been doing it twenty years, but I don't go in the crowd at all. So That's I'm asking crazy. like, do you do you just like look at a guy that like might want it? Because who do you? Because some people do not want it at all. I don't know. I have a weird Isn't that funnier. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. you don't want to. These people pay money to see you, and then you're gonna make them oh, feel no. weird. Like I feel bad. Well, there, there yeah. so there's two I funny ones. One one guy was like a fucking. This was like the most awkward one. He was like a cop or some shit. And I made a joke about police, and then I looked at him. I'm like, "You're a cop, man," and he didn't he didn't say shit. He just stared back at me, and and I was like, "Cool." And the whole room was like the room was like, like move it. And I was like, yeah. "What's your name?" Nothing. I was oh. like, "All right." I was like, "You gonna shoot me later? What's up?" <laughs> okay, yeah. See, yeah. that's great. Yeah, but I just like kept hammering it. So, I, I definitely there's definitely people who he just don't it. respond. Yeah, yeah. Did you well, see the clip of, um, what's the what Akash, right? Yeah, Akash. His, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Akash. Yeah, his, oh yeah, he's funny. His uh clip. With the, the British guy, guy? yeah, the yeah. guy in the front row that yeah, was doing that same phone. sort of thing, yeah. like really? probably like probably like one of the worst people to do crowd work with. And this guy was just like yeah, a just total dick it. on his phone, rolling his eyes. <gasps> oh, I remember this, and he like, was like kind of a hipstery looking guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, is that right? <laughs> yeah, wait, so, yeah. I'm so sorry. he was so good. Oh, I hated that guy. Sorry, I I need to fucking. <laughs> I just now that you brought up the wheelchair and the cerebral palsy thing, I have. Yeah, to please get back up. to that. <laughs> this dude's been opening for me. A guy named Tyler Walsh, super interesting guy. Used to be a rodeo clown and then oh got in a stand up. Yeah, love this guy to death. Um, 
he's i took him to san jose it was the first time he saw the ocean so he's like from rural nebraska <laughs> yeah. there's certain things he has how encountered. did you even meet this guy um the omaha funny bone oh nice yeah 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 um so yeah he, i love Col- colleen there. colleen yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah she's Shout great out. yeah <laughs> you yeah, know it totally. yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, a su- she's a sweetie she is she a big is. sweetie actually. Yeah. Uh, no, she's the best <laughs> no but uh so he came with me to salt lake city and there was a girl in the front row and um uh he starts doing a set and then she just goes bitch and then he goes the fuck do you say to me and he kind of gets a little aggressive and then she kind of says a little bit more and he can't quite figure out what's going on and then her friend next to her goes she has Tourette's <gasps> and he's like oh oh no <laughs> so he like kind of shuts down he like brings it back he comes back into the <laughs> green room he's like I'm so sorry man um, I hope I didn't ruin the show I, I never I'm from rural Nebraska I met a liberal for the first time this year I, <laughs> I never met someone with Tourette's I was like that. as if Tourette's is like yeah, 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 kind yeah. of like <laughs> we don't have that in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was like Tyler go out on this second show and say that shit that's the funniest fucking thing you said all day but yeah so yeah Tourette's is one that'll get I was like at a place where you just go up to the front and order your bowl or whatever and this, I was like, I'll take, you know, the keto bowl with, and she was like, bitch, motherfucker, bitch, bitch. And I was just like, oh my, and, but it seemed like it was like, she was I'm mad sorry, at me. I'm sorry, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> the grain bowl then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, I have Tourette's. And I was like, I am the best person for you to have Tourette's. Like, I was like, that's, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't care at all, but this poor girl must deal with that all day long. Yeah. Like, it, and yeah, it sucks. Like, I feel like um, the those kinds of, I love when people have something that uh makes them like something that i like when the crowd gets like really weird about something and then i stay chill about it i feel like that's where i thrive it's when um i just feel bad i guess when it's someone who has like social anxiety or like stage fright and yeah yeah i i could actually say disclaimer at the top of my shows of like you know, if your boyfriend brought you here and you're in the first rows and you're going to spend the whole show being like, oh, she doesn't talk to me. Oh, she doesn't talk to me. Like uh, they, a lot of times I do meet and greets afterwards and they're like, I didn't go to the bathroom the whole time because I just didn't want you to see me. I'm like, so the whole show you're holding your pee and like miserable. You can't <laughs> yeah, yeah. focus. Like, so I say disclaimer of like, I'm not going to talk to you. Like, unless someone heckles me, I'm not going to make fun of you. You can get up to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to yeah. be like, look at this lady going to take a shit and like no, have I the spotlight that. find That's you. Fun. Yeah. 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 See, this is why it's people fun. are terrified. Yeah. We should go to college. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Yeah. When we see people get up at our shows, we're like, are you going to take a poop? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, this girl, this girl waited. Oh, girls hate that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't poop. Yeah. No, this girl waited at the, one of the Columbus shows like to like I hit a clock. I was at like an hour twenty, and she's like, "I gotta go." So she gets up and she goes. I'm like, "Oh, you gotta." Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's farting already. Yeah, Ew. yeah, oh, dude. I was being a twelve year old. <laughs> she was like, "What? No." I'm like, "Careful, it's gonna fall out." You probably go, caused mm-hmm. kidney infections yeah. after <laughs> that happened. Of people coming to your like, seriously, people are so scared. They because. I just want to make people feel, this is the, I think, key to stand up. in between their legs? Yeah, yeah. I always go, go. If you have to go, go in your seat. This isn't about you. This is me. Um, But I just want to make people feel comfortable because I think that's, you know, if you're looking at it from like a broader sense of like what we do as comedians, most people, like Seinfeld has a joke about most people are like, 
their biggest fear is public speaking. They'd rather be um, they'd rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah. more than death. And so most people coming to see you are going like, oh my god, I could never fucking do that. You have yeah. to talk a whole hour and you don't look at your notes and you have to remember how do you, I mean their mind is racing of how you can do that, how you can remember all of that. Are you going to remember all of that? If I was that, I couldn't. Re- and, and they're just a tense for you. You know yeah. when you like watch them. So the best comedians are the ones that just look like. I've got this. Yeah. Don't worry. And it's so hard to fake that. So you usually can't. You just got to be comfortable. But I think the... If you hold a gun to the audience, it's way easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, That's a good bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> My nephew got a gun. Uh, not a- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's not from Colorado, is he? Okay. All right. All right. They all have right. a real problem out okay. there. Yeah, it keeps it's, going. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's it's always Colorado. I mean, it's oh, crazy. Man. First of um, all, I lo- I love this because I'm always the one just pushing it a little too much, and I laugh. No, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you yeah, yeah. brought up school shootings because I'm I'm like I have an, <laughs> <laughs> because I have an announcement. So coming up, Denver. No, um. <laughs> oh my god. No, I. <laughs> Last time I shot my special there, and this time I'm gonna shoot um, someone special. <laughs> oh shit! Damn, that's like a combination of every single joke. Oh my god! And Nikki has a real affinity for special people. You thought you were disabled before. Uh, I'm. This is over. It's yeah, over. Yeah, we're done, dude. Oh man, it yeah, was so great. Yeah, so me and Nikki are on tour. Uh, you can come see us. <laughs> We won't have careers. Cody will still be here. We're opening for Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're opening the door and he comes through. No, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. No, all right. but I'm like, I'm weirdly, anyway, I'm weirdly obsessed with like Columbine. I've read like four books about it this year. Actually, I'm like, why are people obsessed with that? Like, are they? Yes, it's a thing on TikTok. Like, girls are like, think that the guys are like the sexiest. Oh, God. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. the male gaze on women. Y'all like dudes that shoot stuff. No, that that is a thing. Like, they're all trying to be and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, people make, like, edits of them. I have seen, I've I've heard of that before. That's not my, uh, uh, I have no, like, I'm not like, yeah, they're so hot. I'm just like, I guess it happened my freshman year of high school, and so it was just like, this, I mean, it was, there were school shootings before that, but I don't know, that one remains the one that everyone knows about. It was just so, yeah. I, I'm just into things that are really morbid. I'm not as into like serial, for some reason, serial killers, women being into that is like completely acceptable. You know, like, oh my God, Dahmer's going to like win Emmys and stuff yeah. and everyone kind of accepts it. But I'm into school shooting, like the mind of shooters. I'm like very, and, and pedophiles. And people are like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it's, it is the craziest thing to me beyond serial killing I guess like and kid. so I'm fascinated by it but my nephew did get a gun um, not a real gun but like a toy gun my mom b- bought him one for um, from like she like shops at Goodwill and she got this toy that was like a dinosaur and you should but he just took the gun and he was like shooting us like point blank yeah. and we had to do a buyback program sorry oh my <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at my own fucking thumb joke I promise that wasn't a setup for that joke <laughs> you um, turn it in damn but uh, but I, I wonder like, did you guys? You're not little- taking my gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like he quoted the Second Amendment. I was like, yeah. "You're four. Um, wait, did you guys have toy guns growing? Like, you're yeah, a yeah, bit yeah, younger yeah. than me. When yeah. did it happen where everyone was like, no more? Like, it was no, when like BB guns and shit. Is that what you mean? Like, to- like toy, like you're dead. Like, water I guns? feel like people don't water guns. Yeah, I mean, no, but I, I grew think- up in the 90s. oh, like real guns. No, guns yeah. were way more realistic. Yeah. I remember. It, I think I was. 
I think I was like, I want to say like 10. And there was that, uh, there was like that big national story of the kid pulling out the airsoft gun and the cop shooting him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, or maybe, maybe I was more like 12 or 14, but it was like early teens. And then that's when all the guns kind of switched over. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was, but I was like, we, they were, we were just freaking out. Like he can't have this. And he keeps, and my dad's like, when I was a young boy, I had toy guns, but I didn't shoot them at people. And I'm like, of course you did. Yeah. But now we're looking at that. Like, that's so bad. Like he's going to be a shooter someday. It's like, no, the, what are you supposed to, the wall? Kids yeah, are gonna yeah, shoot, yeah. They're going to shoot their that's aunt, no Nikki. Yeah, yeah. Fucking head. <laughs> he would come up to me and be like, put it against my temple. And I'm just like, okay. Damn. What's, uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh... Jesus. Yeah. So FBoy Island. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, F Boy Island. Uh, what season is it on now? Well, is you know, we're three? kind of in between, like waiting for a, a pickup. I'm a big know. fan. Oh, thank you. I loved the show. Oh my god, you and guys would have both been good on that show. You would be good now. I'm sure you're in relationship. What does that mean? Just like you're watchable, you're handsome. It's wow. kind of like we we're don't both know. nice guys. I don't know. You appear to be, you know, <laughs> yeah. but then you don't know. So yeah, you'd be yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like at it. Like so yeah, it's the premise of the show, if you don't know, three girls are looking for love and then there's thirty guys and fifteen are um nice guys and fifteen are F boys, but they all look like F boys. And it's um yeah, it's fun. I remember when it's I the first, best thing I've ever done. When I first saw the trailer and it was like, okay, what is, like, what the, it just seemed like another dating show that didn't really understand itself. But it's, like, <laughs> super self-aware. Yes. Like, it makes fun of itself a lot. And yeah. Because I, of I you, got, I, I think. I got got on the first season. I took it too seriously. I'm Same. Like, this show is fucking, his shit is cringe. And then yes. I'm like, oh, wait, it's a bit. Yeah. And the first season, it was towing that line of, like, we weren't, we weren't going as hard on wink wink like we're in on the joke too so i yeah. think second season is when we really were like let's have a lot of fun with this and make fun of this as much as possible and yeah um yeah a lot of the show itself like <clears throat> it came with the name f boy island when it landed in front of me like i gotta i, I kind of told my agents i want to get into the reality space because it's like the only tv i watch yet i'm auditioning for these like roles on scripted stuff i don't even like scripted tv and so i was like i i want to do reality i don't know how and then um they sent me a bunch of shows that were like looking for hosts and I saw F Boy Island and I was like, that's got to be funny. Like that's yeah. that it already has a sense of humor in the title. That can't be a serious show. I mean, it reminded me of 30 Rock. They had a, f a fake show called Milf Island. Yeah. And it was like, th that's what it reminded me of. And so I was like, um, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I, By I, the I way, like, that is actually being made. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> really? It's not called Milf Island, but my friend just like posted on his close story about how he's his close friend story about how he's getting cast for a show about young guys dating Older women. I oh, is Young Gravy the host? It's not. It's, yeah, yeah. Is this Young yeah, Young Gravy the host? I mean, he yeah. should oh, yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It does sound like a great concept, I would love right? to yeah. be on that show. So um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> sign me up. No, I am very happily in a relationship. But uh, but when does this air? Um, <laughs> oh, you want to be on the show. I see. <laughs> no. So, um, no, but the, when it came, the, they, the guy that created Elon Gale, he's he worked at The Bachelor and you know bachelorette for like 20 years and then he started producing these other reality shows and he called me and was like i think you'd be good for this and i was like please god yes and it was the first time in my you know at this point 18 year career that i'd ever wanted something so badly and the network wanted me just as yeah. much where it was like mutual it always i don't know my relationships are always felt like that my 
nothing's ever felt mutual in my goddamn life. Like yeah. I've always been chasing something that doesn't want me. And it was the first time I was like, oh, they want me too. And a yeah. lot of people threw their name in to, to be the host of it because it's a, a great role. It's comedic and um, and you get to live in paradise and just yeah. hang out. It's so fucking easy. How many I, weeks are you there? Dude, it's the it's it's like five to six weeks, five, maybe like eight Eight the first season because we had to quarantine for two weeks when we got there, oh. and it was two. Th- it was twenty twenty one, and America was still very much mask land, and it was like, you know, early twenty twenty one, and we go to the Cayman Islands, and they have no COVID on their island, so we get in. There's people in hazmat suits greeting us. We go instantly into a bubble, and we stay in our um, hotels for two weeks, and then when we got out, no masks, and so it was like Damn. everyone's ready to fuck, like the crew, <laughs> the cat, like everyone. everyone. I mean, Everyone's it was some shit. wild. It was so much did, fun. Did so anyone it, in the crew bone each other? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought that was like a. Yes, of course they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was so much of that going on. You find out afterwards. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. So secret about it, but yeah, then you yeah. find out later, and you're like, oh my god, those. Sorry, two? I should have phrased that like, did two core people on set fuck, and everyone kind of knew, like. Yeah, so the director just fucked the uh, first assistant camera. and Right. It's On set in front of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> is what he's and uh, now it's awkward. Yeah. Um, so. I think that, that most of that stuff came out after the fact, and everyone was kind of going like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Which, you know, I whenever I'm on a set, I'm always like, oh, my God, this would be so fun to have a set uh, set man, sir. What do they call him? Uh, <laughs> showman's. <laughs> that makes more sense. Uh, what, what a is... set man's. <laughs> showman's. Yeah. A showman's. Got yeah, it. where you're like... In, and that's why I would never date an actor because if you get if you're a hot guy and you get paired with some hot girl and you go to Paris for like eight weeks to shoot something yeah. and you're doing scenes where you're like making out and yeah. falling in love, it's so impossible not to catch feelings. I mean, cheating is one thing and, and people should have enough integrity, but they're going to catch feelings regardless. You're yeah. too close. You're involved in this thing that, you know, you're in this bubble. No one else knows about it. You feel like it's almost like tr- trauma bonding. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, you know, it, it, I'm not surprised Angelina Jolie seduced Brad Pitt. Like those kinds of things happen. I would be, <laughs> I'd be Jada Pinkett Smith. I heard on the set of, um, whatever Will Smith did with Margot Robbie, she would like be in the room during their sex scenes. Oh, wow. Just to, like hang out wow. at set that day. Wow. I'd probably do that too. No, I, I actually, I wouldn't. I'm not like a jealous person. I'd be like, go, try to get Margot Robbie. Tell me about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd really, really be like, I'm proud of you. I and saw her at John and Vinny's. I saw a guy try his damnedest to make an introduction. It was kind of funny. Oh, my God. What did he yeah. do? <clears throat> she was picking up food, and, you know, God bless her. She rolled in there solo. She just had a car waiting out front, but she hopped out the car by herself. Was she all, like, hood up? No. It was really? just her. She's just and stunning. It, she just walked a good, <laughs> yeah. like... Margo, bitch. Yeah. She walked a good, like, <laughs> 30 feet on her own, which I thought was fucking bold. Wow. Yeah, and then she walks in the restaurant and just says, hi, Famago, and they go get the food, and some guy's like, hey! Yeah. I'm already, like, so yeah. uncomfortable. He's like, John, we, we both know, and he, like, says Ew. some random name, and she's like, I don't... I don't know a Patrick. He's like, no, yeah, you do. And he's really trying to make it happen. Oh, God, that's so uncomfortable. Oh, yo, I love Wolf of Wall Street, by the way. Yeah. That's my favorite film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's okay. Like, I don't know. How do you guys feel about when you see celebrities? Like, someone who really matters to you or like, do you... Do you get a picture? What do you do? And like, how, how do you deal with it with fans? Like, what's your best? What's the best approach? Oh, people hit us up for pictures. It's, it's fine. No, I, I think I say no every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do seem. You are enough. I... <laughs> yeah, but yeah. He'd win the show. Yeah, I said pay me. Yeah, that's what I said usually. Um, 
I'm fine with it. I I get uncomfortable because so, sometimes some people are a bit rude to the people around them. Like these three guys like ran up to me yes. to an airport, and I thought that was cool. Like fine, but um, then they wanted a picture, but none of them wanted to hold it. So he turns to a guy who's eating, and he's like, "Yo, can you take oh, this pic?" Dude, and the guy, that's the, the worst. The guy, I was like, "Hey, man!" Like I, but the guy jumped in for him. He's like, "I'm fucking eating, bro." And the guy's yeah. like, "Oh." And his friends Good. like, dude, just take a selfie. Just take a selfie. Dude, when they jam the phone in my fiance's face and they go, hey, can you take this? Yeah, that's all. No please either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No she, please. They look at me. They're like, can we get a photo? And I'm like, sure. And they're like, cool. Here. Yeah. Yeah. They're just jamming in her. And I'm like, dude, can it you happens. Have fucking respect. So fucking often. I yeah. love that you guys are saying this too because I felt like maybe I, I'm crazy for noticing this, but I do meet and greets and I have a guy that is there to take pictures, and they'll like, they'll be like, what is it? like you. You yeah. didn't even use the right lens. Yeah. Like they'll yell at him about it. I'm like, he's not getting paid. I mean, he is getting paid, but like, <laughs> <laughs> he's not getting paid well. Okay, for the no, it's so rude. He is disabled. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's at a low angle. I'm sorry he can't get your perfect angle. And I shot his fucking eyes out. So just be glad that he's able to <laughs> click the phone at all. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, people are just like here, and then they get mad about like, and then they get mad at you, and they're like, it's blur. We need to do it again. It's like yeah. you got one shot, and just do selfies. I think I love taking pictures with people, but I know, like, I like taking pictures with celebrities. I want them. Some I was on the with, on the set with the Backstreet Boys yesterday, and I was like, oh my god, I want a picture so bad. But did you do it? I I didn't because I didn't have my phone on me because we were shooting the scene, and when it wrapped, it was like I would have had to get it and stuff. So yeah. I got other people's pictures of the scene. But what I think the best protocol, what I would do is. Have your camera ready before you ask. Have yeah. it already open to like a selfie, like it's shooting, right? Yeah. And then go, would you mind if we got a selfie? And then just boom, click. Yeah. It's fast. Instead of like you go, I love you so much. And you're pulling up the apps and you go, oh my God, this is my dog. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, 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 and yeah. like, oh, oh God. Think, why is this not working? And you have to like go through their whole, you know, <laughs> I think just a test operating how, system. Like, social media has just like ruined everything. Yeah. Like there's no like etiquette anymore. Yeah. There's no, I'm not begging on people that are fans of other, no. I probably do the same thing. It's just the parasocial relationships. Yeah. You're just used to feeling like you actually know these people. So yeah. you see them in public yes. and you're like, Oh fuck yeah. Here, let's yeah. get a pic. Yeah. Dude, let's get a pic. Yes. And you're like, I'm in the middle of a meal. There's something really nice about the fact that especially podcasting, there people feel closer to you because you're in their ear. It's like, yeah. you're like whispering to them. Like how often as humans before media, did we ever have someone like, in our yeah. ear intimately it's like, it'd be a, like a lover yeah. and so people are conditioned to think that they have these really intimate relationships with you which is so great because it makes for just making such great fans that know you and care about you and will be lifelong fans but at the same time they do have that familiarity that they can like mistreat you but you know where that kind of like is kind but of, it's rare. Those it, like one yeah, yeah, in a hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Not yeah, everyone does. No, no. I feel like we're being. I feel like out. we're being like spoiled right now. No, 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 no. Most no. people are so awesome. Yeah, yeah. We're so and spoiled to have people like care yes. about us enough to even want a fucking I agree. picture. Yeah. No, I and if you ask me for a picture, I will say no. Yeah. <laughs> no I will say. I will say yes. Just don't do the phone jamming thing. No. Yeah. I hate that. Picks I will. Cool. I get mad when people are like, "I saw you at the gym, but I didn't want to bother you." I'm like. This is why I do this. I want to be, I want people to go, <laughs> yeah, it's, an e it's an ego boost. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Please bother me. I love it. I love it. Now, you, you know what I love, dude, is um, uh, recently I've had a lot of people come up. It'll be like, it just be like random dudes. And they'll be like, yo. Yeah. And they just walk away. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, that was Same. sick. Same. Yes. Yes. I'm Same. like, that. 
Because uh, I like that because I'm like, oh, we're boys. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they do it in Australia. I'm friends with like two of the most like famous dudes in Australia. Uh, Hamish and Andy is their name. And they're, yeah, like, yeah, they're doing, yeah. And they, um, and everyone in Australia just acts like their best friends. Like, hey, Andy. Just yeah. like, not like, oh my God. But they're just That's like, sick. so, because there's this thing of, um, in Australia, like, they, no one should be a tall poppy. Like, everyone should yes. be kind of the same. Yes. And so anyone that thinks they're too cool, like, no, no, you're yeah. getting chopped down. So celebrities, they acknowledge, like, thank you for your talent, but you're not better than any of us. And That's I think cool. it, in America, like, certainly we benefit from the fact that people think celebrities are better than other I, people. But, like, we do. You get Dior. Like, you you know, like. He gets Dior. He, well, That's you, because Irish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Irish. Irish. But it's, it is an illusion, okay. like, of, uh, I'm always, like, when, you know, just, I don't know. I get annoyed sometimes. I benefit from it, but the fact that, like, talent gets treated better than, like, crew yeah, in certain true. circumstances where they're just, like, you know, uh, I'll be on a set and they're like, please, please sit down. Take my chair. And I'm like, but that was your chair. And they're like, if they find out that I did not give you yeah, your that chair. And I'm like, weird. why? Yeah. Because I so am insecure enough to become a performer. Like, what do, What makes me more special? But I guess it's like they can be replaced and I can't. But I feel That's very so replaceable. I like to remind them there's many funny women out there. And yeah. I'm aging. <laughs> <laughs> my days are numbered. But, but, but a good gaffer. That's hard to find. Yeah, yeah, I would think so, but it's um, I, I'm uh, as much as I depend upon it, the upset and and am part of it of like the obsession of celebrity and like worshiping them. There's something fun about it for sure. Yeah, but you have like you you have I like I hate it too. No, you have like the like traditional celebrity. Like you've been on big ass productions with big networks. Like I feel mm -hmm. like you you have that recognition where people are like, hey, you're the you're the chick from the roast. Mm. And they're like snapping their fingers at you. What's yeah. your name? Yeah, what's, yeah. Like, I feel like you have that. What? What is? What's? What's that? How is that different than? <laughs> I don't know. I feel I like there's. It's. I think it's the parasocial thing. Yeah. Mm. I think it's more like I think you have the people that know you from like they know you and that middle thirty percent. Yes. And I feel like we just mainly have like the people that know us from whispering in their ears. Right. Well. Th well, there's something to be said about that. Of like you haven't had to, and you certainly do. Uh, diversify but I feel like I've just and you were talking to, I've listened to your episode with Ron Funches I was just with him yesterday on this Backstreet oh, Boys thing Ron. and so when I saw his episode I was like I gotta hear that um and you were talking about just like doing saying yes to everything like different yeah. things and how this has afforded us the opportunity to do other stuff I yeah. I love an IMDB that is just chaotic and like she's just <laughs> done everything because you don't know there's some people that have never even heard of the Comedy Central roast yeah, and then there's some people that only watch network TV there's some people that only and I haven't done a good job of like doing TikTok like I'm bad at putting like my stand-up clips into a place where people can just like look at them in bite size and like review yeah. them it's like really that seems it's my biggest like crazy right now and it's it's the biggest problem for me I it's the thing I'm best at without question out of all the things that I do is stand up because I've been doing it the longest, not because I'm like, you know, it's just the thing that I have the most hours accumulated wow. towards doing. And I'm so critical of it that I can put even putting out a special is hard for me. I like stand up because I originally got into it because you just do it and then it's over. Yeah. And people can go, I remember that joke sucked and you go, but did it? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's just your memory. It's yeah. gone. But now you can go back and look. And for me, it's never good enough. Yeah. And so when I watch us and I'm so critical of stand up already and people not being as good as I want them to be. And people like I just I'm so critical that I think people are as critical of me. And so I don't put any clips out because I'm just worried 
um, that people will fi- finally figure out I'm not as talented. It's like maybe I've tricked people into being like that imposter syndrome, which yeah. everyone fucking has. Do you feel like that about your specials though? Yes. Really? They're not like I, it takes me my HBO special, which I'm proud of. It just like, you know, it's one night of your life. And yeah. my standup is not like scripted to a T there. My special perfect. The first one I put out was pretty scripted to a T. It was more early on when I wasn't doing as much like not storytelling, but just riffing. And um, and since then, my style is just I get up there and I say the joke differently every single time. And usually yeah. I'll find a place where it works. But I like to just like I was saying before, I like to be in the moment. I like it to be yeah. honest. So I hate when it's scripted. And so yeah. that one night in Denver when I shot the special, like, I don't know, I was just feeling a little bit too ner- like there was just things about both my performances that night. And I go, why did you say the joke like that? You never even said it like that. Uh-huh. Why would you? Th-? And I'm like, and you missed that one line that you could have like, there's so many deep yeah. regrets. So that special in particular came out in July and I am very proud of it. In the end, I was like, oh, this is good. But I was so scared to look at it. And I wanted to, I had to edit it because I couldn't trust anyone else to do it. That it was supposed to come out in March and I had to come out in July because I wow. could not look at it. I couldn't watch it. Yeah. I can't watch myself. It's- Edit- editing yourself is tough. I also think the tough part with stand up, like when you film specials too, is it, it's like such a fine line that when you get all that production in the room, it just changes the vibe. Yes. You know, and it's just, it, it does. It's hard, I think, to focus on what Everyone's you came so there to nervous. do that too yeah and then the audience like they see all the gear and shit yeah and the audience like, can't relax and that's what i was saying before you need to make them relax in order to have yeah. a good show for them to laugh you can't laugh when you're like like super nervous and anxious and yeah. so i learned my next special and i think you know if you're smart you'll steal this as any comedians listening uh don't have an opener go out and open your own show and get mm. relaxed and go listen this is a taping I'm nervous. You're nervous. Who gives a fuck? We're all going to die. Like, have a moment with them where it's like, they're not rolling. This is so tonight. Tonight. Lock the door. (laughs) (laughs) You break out the gun. (laughs) But like, I'm going to open my next special because I would just wish I would have had that moment with them to be like, guys, this is like, just, I'm a little bit on edge because I watch it now. I'm like, oh, you're little bit nervous and I never get nervous on stage but yeah. the, when it's a taping and there's HBO execs there and like my friends and family are there that shit and I don't and I don't want them there next time yeah that adds another layer to it I just yeah. want to be comfortable and the best specials I feel like are the are the guys or gals call them gals uh that are just you know comfortable and yeah. you can just you can just sense nerves even if you don't if you watch someone you go they're not nervous there's a part of your subconscious that's like I can tell they're nervous so I'm just laughing at someone taking that sentence out of context being like Nikki Glaser said only men's specials are the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when, when guys do specials, it's so good. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? Yeah. I was going to say, I do, I do, like, it seems to be a little, not, you know, a little bit of a trend right now where people will put their specials out on YouTube, but mm-hmm. they'll, like, spend less on production. So yeah, it's, it's like, stripped down. Yes. it seems, it feels, and they'll shoot it at a smaller venue. So it seems more intimate, yeah. like a little bit more natural. It's just kind of like well, you're watching, as a viewer, it's like, oh, I'm just watching, like, as if I were there. It's not Stand- like yeah. this Stand-up, big ass show. It's the best in a 200 cap room. That's I feel like anything over 200. I know. All the best rooms are 200, you know. That's interesting. Pilly. Yeah. In terms of clubs. I don't yeah. know, theaters still pretty fucking good. Yeah, theaters are fun. It's definitely the, that, yeah. I mean that, that feeling wall, when it like yeah, yeah it hits yeah, the yeah. ceiling. It can be like, really push, fun. Yeah. I love Norm McDonald's playing special, stadiums his last one. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Playing stadiums is really cool too. Oh, have yeah. you ever? Oh, we, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, wow, we've never wow. yeah. <laughs> heard of them. <laughs> like, yeah, when I, you know, when I, uh, I think I, MSG personally was the best. 
performance that we did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Palai in Melbourne. You ever done that? <laughs> I uh, yeah. yeah. We did. We haven't done stadiums, by the way. I just. No, I know. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's laughing. She's like, she's like you guys. Me, are... You. I know. Yeah, we. No, I. You guys will get there. I mean, you're <laughs> closer than I am. Um, that. Uh, oh. Um, Perform oh Norm McDonald's special where he's just in front of his computer his last one you know before yeah. he died yeah. there's no audience and I'm like thank God let's skip the laughter I don't need to be coached to laugh sometimes I'm just like I watch specials on two times the speed because I'm like just I want to hear jokes yeah. I I can laugh on my own time and I don't need you know but that that laughter actually d- I mean laughter does it's contagious and so yeah. it does like teach you what's funny and what's not yeah. but. Uh, I really liked just like bare bones. Just like I sometimes just want to read jokes. I just put the captions on. I'm like, I just want to like <laughs> see. I don't need to s- hear someone. I don't need the audience to be like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I have no patience. Dude, I'm going to put out a special. It's just going to be like a live journal post. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah, so. I would watch the fuck out of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, this is no, no, there's no crowd. Like you just read it. You're like. I mean, like, like would you guys watch yeah. TikTok or Reels? Like stand up. Do you unmute it? Do you. No, I do that actually. I do watch people's. Uh, yeah, I watch the captions. Yeah, yeah. same. Yeah. Like in bed. Yeah. If like if you wake up and if she's not awake yet, I'll just like turn on the volume all the way down and then yeah. I'll watch it that that, that I way. I think I watch everything with the captions and I don't really need sound anymore. I just. You know what? I'm gonna do a bunch of anti-comedy stand-up clips where I just say one word and the remaining. F- 59 seconds is just people laughing <laughs> and it's just me gloating yeah <laughs> yeah so uh i'm not kidding you people would actually that's actually happening where people say no joke yeah and i just i wait for it i wait for the joke and i'm like how does this have msg 30, 12, 3, shares? 12, 4, 12, 5, <laughs> yeah. 12, 12, 12. you You're should put out a- <laughs> you should you should film your special and then put it out but the volume mixing is really bad so yeah. you just can't hear your jo- like you're telling jokes yes. but the audience laughter is way too loud the whole time oh, okay yeah like throughout like just so constant obvious. laughter through the whole thing <laughs> and then all the ads are like Back to back laughs, <laughs> nonstop laughter. Yeah, because that what they do say that, and it would be like that would be horrible. Yeah, there was <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible show. You the can't crowd can't get enough. <laughs> Air. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll kill myself now. Uh, are you on the road a lot? Yeah, uh, I've been, been this year. You have been. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. it? Uh, and how old are you? 14 i'm uh everyone <laughs> should commit suicide because i'm literally you're ma- wait than- you're married yes oh yeah. wow how would how is that for your relationship uh, it's road. fine she's that's good yeah she's totally down she's cool about it yeah she's uh <laughs> it's funny like really early on like when we started touring um japanese you're japanese no let's try let's <laughs> try Let's try. Let's try. I don't know. You just picked up your cap, and I was like, I, th- I see. Yeah? Because of the way I... Yeah. That's a little racist. N- you just looked like <laughs> someone who I think might be Japanese. I don't know. <laughs> she's okay. like, you've seen Indiana Jones, right? You know Rand Eye? <laughs> no, no, no. No, yeah, she's she's cool with it. Um, That's nice. It's hard. Because, uh, it's nice, though, because you go away a lot, and then you, you miss them. Well, yeah. early on, when we started touring, like we figured out pretty quickly touring is not glamorous, and like... They, they came out like uh, both of our partners. They came out to like some buttfuck city, right? And it was like, all right, yeah, this is, you know, yeah. They're not like, oh, he's not living the high life out here. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes it can be nice, but yeah, my wife, she ha- she was working like in marketing at the time, so like when she would come out, she was like, I'm not going to fucking, 
I'm not. I'm not going to St. Louis for the weekend. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I live there, so that was rude. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there next year. She's not wrong. But, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I was there earlier this year. I'm there d- uh, New Year's Eve. I'm doing a big theater there, the Stiefel. So if any of your listeners, I'm on tour right now. Um, started again, and uh, going to Memphis tomorrow, and like sales are like real fucking low. I saw. It. I saw the the bit you did. Yeah, it's embarrassing. What was like the bit? you just gotta like. I hate singing to him. She's like. Yeah, I wrote a song about like you know I I took that song that's like I'm walking in Memphis. Oh, I yeah, was just yeah. like did I a song about song. how it's so good. I love that song. It's What's the artist? So fucking Who's the artist again? Forget his name. Post Malone. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I redid it and I was just talking about people coming to my show. But, you know, Donovan? because my agents are like, please put out like some video getting people to please come. Yeah. yeah. Mark Cohn. Mark Cohn. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any other hits? I wonder. <laughs> um, running in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a little Rolling bit. In Seattle. Song's a little bit faster. <laughs> it yeah. just does all different. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it. Uh, I I did this video, but it was just like I just hate doing any kind of video of like come see my show everywhere. Like it's just so tired, and I kind of just want to be honest of like tickets aren't selling well there. It it doesn't hurt my feelings because I'm selling well everywhere else. So like one city, it's not like this is desperate. But it's like this city. I like Memphis and I would like to go back. But if you don't sell well the first time you come through, it's like yeah. probably won't go back. Well, I, so I was, was telling him that I feel like the thing after COVID is everyone's so last minute. Yeah, and, they are. And with stand-up, I feel like you have to be telling people to the Constantly. day of. You're like, I'm in. It's so funny. And then you get people afterward. They're like, oh, fucking I didn't know you were here. I know. I like, know. How did you not know? I know. I know. I well, I do this thing now with shows. So if anyone is interested, you could check out my dates, nikkiglazer.com. But <laughs> I uh, got to get that plug in. Um, and, Andrew, make sure you buy a ticket because you're listening. It's, Schultz uh, is definitely listening. Oh, yeah. Schultz. Yeah. Schultz, he can come for free, but he wouldn't be interested. And uh, <laughs> he's busy, right? Um, he, uh, yeah. So I'm doing all these freaking dates and. I feel like a lot of people miss out on shows not because they don't hear about it, but because they can't find anyone to go with them. There's that too. Right? Yeah, like true. it's just one person wants to go and they're like, oh, none of my friends can afford it or they can't get babysitter, whatever the fuck it is, you know? Yeah. And um, You're doing Tel Aviv? Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I'm going to Europe. Is that Europe? Um, is that where <laughs> you're from? <laughs> no, I know it's Europe because you said it like that so well, incredulously. So well, now yeah. I know it is. Um, but Middle East. Well, it's, is it? yeah, but Tel Aviv. Yeah, Israel? that's not. Yeah. So is you can't say that's Europe. I don't know. Can you? Okay, like we don't know. <laughs> this is so dumb. embarrassing. Well, I think I'm I'm, I think you were drown. sure about it, and now I made you question it. But I'm I'm so bad with geography. So, uh, yeah, it, it, Middle East is in the Middle East. Okay, so Middle East is not Europe. Will you just write as Middle East Europe? <laughs> it's Asia. <laughs> oh yeah. And so is Russia. I'm just going to let this ride. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) But I do this thing with my shows anyway where it's like um, if you want to go alone to my show and you buy a ticket alone, which a lot of people have like, oh, I'm going to look like a loser or whatever. I go, go um, I'll give you a free meet and greet, which I generally, you know, it's part of a VIP package or I charge for it because not to be a dick, but because you just can't meet everyone. So you got to put some kind of like, yeah. and if you can't afford a mean great, I'm always just like, I'll just give you one. But, um, but I, I will definitely give you a free one if you go alone to a show and then I'll, you know, say hi to you after the show and stuff, because it's, I want more people to go to comedy shows, but I think so many people miss out because 
a lot of people who listen to podcasts and who like comedy don't have that many friends. And that's not a dig. Like, it's hard to make friends. It's hard to maintain friends, especially when you get in your 30s and everyone Dude, gets partners after, and after kids. After 25 or 26, making new friends is just, it can be so brutal. So yeah. hard. And yeah. finding the right person to go to a comedy show with that might be very raunchy. Like, you don't want to bring a first date necessarily. Yeah. You want to bring your mom. You don't want to bring your sister. So people struggle. And it's like, I just encourage people, go alone because yeah. it's, don't miss, you will meet people there. And also, I've never been to something and seen someone alone and been like, what a loser. Nah. Like, there's no part of me that would even, I wouldn't even clock it, I don't think. Nah. So I would encourage also, people to go the, alone. Also, a theater is the best place to go solo, I feel, to something. Because yeah. it's just like, it's in the dark. No one's any yes. wiser that you're solo. You I'm going watch. to Taylor Swift with um with my fans. Like, I didn't get Swift tickets. And so I was just put it out on my Instagram like... It sucks I didn't get any tickets, you know, and people just started and I wasn't even trying fishing and people were like, you can go with me and my friends. And I'm like, just random fans. They're like, we have four tickets. And do you want to go with us? And so I'm like, I will go with fans. <laughs> I, sick. It's so awesome. A I'm, crazy night for them. Yeah. Uh, I, like, and I'll pay for the ticket. I'll fly to you and pay for the ticket. But I'm, I'm like, re I will do anything. I mean, it's very important to me to go to as many of these shows as I can. And, and it would be fun. And, and I feel being a Swifty. I I identify more as a Swifty than I do as a comedian or a woman or anything. I really do. And so it's just a commonality that you Brian, have with someone. Me too. Are you, yeah. are you a Swifty? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you feel, are you truly a Swifty though? Like yeah, big time? 100%. Really? So don't you feel like when you meet I another Swifty? I hate people from Oklahoma and <laughs> St. Louis. You guys just, God, it, I feel a kinship with them. Like I'm sure your podcast listeners, if they run into each other, and they both find out that they listen to the show. Oh, They're yeah, like, awesome. oh, my God, we're yeah. instant friends. And that's yeah. how I feel about other Taylor Swift fans. It's like you have this commonality that is probably a deeper bond than I share with my most of my best friends. <laughs> you know, like you have this thing that you love so much. I mean, do so you guys gonna, have anything that you're obsessed with? Wait, can, I just ask, can I just ask? Yeah, please. Because my fiance is a huge Swifty as well. Yes. And she now is like... We got we got tickets to one of the shows, yeah. and now she's trying to get tickets for another show because she's like, I need to go to multiple of these things to see the different openers. Are you going to do the same thing? You said yeah. I'm going not to for the many... openers. Just I just want to see her, her as much yeah, as possible. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go to as many as I. I'm going to spend all of. I just bought tickets yesterday. You know, six thousand dollars for three tickets. I know. I just heard a gasp from the next room. I mean, I'm not bragging. Like this is. I don't spend like this on anything. I live in a modest apartment in St. Louis. I buy secondhand clothing. I'm not a big spend. I don't. I drive my mom's old beat up Lexus. I bought her a new car, but I'm not someone who spends a lot. But this is like, oh, I can spend this insane amount of money that would be like a trip to Europe or the Middle East. We don't know really. Um, <laughs> or I could go to this one night that is the would be the best time of my life. In fact, like. I um it's just, well, I think if you're Jewish you can it. go to Israel for free one time, right? Oh, that's yes. true. Yeah. Oh, I wish there was a birthright for Taylor Swift shows. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> oh shit. We got to start that. Like if you're like a a blonde yeah. white girl who grew up on a Christmas tree farm, yeah. you get um but you get you get to birthright. go to free. Are you a Swifty? Yeah, my my uncle was. <laughs> my aunt was. <laughs> oh, right. You're only a Swifty if your mother was. Yeah, 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 Sorry. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you don't count. You do not count. No, I went to. I go to Taylor Swift listening parties. Not listening parties, but like Taylor You're Swift. Out of here, you serious, dude? It's it's the best time I've ever had okay. in my life right. is going. Have you ever been to one? No. Okay, so you. I would really recommend it. Yeah, this shit is religion. You man. go this is crazy. You go. I went to one in St. Louis, and they've had they had at this point like really three is. that year. So this is like an ongoing thing. 
Thousand listen to the music. Sold. We Thousand. sacrifice a fan, <laughs> and then we all just like kind of hang out and like just in our love for her. <laughs> we wait. What was the second one? We, we just hang out. <laughs> we smeared him with our period blood. <laughs> oh jeez. We burn an effigy of Jake Gyllenhaal and <laughs> we call it a night. Uh, yeah, Sorry, but it was it's so simple. So all you do is you go and there's like five people on stage that like run the event and they go around the country. They make so much fucking money Damn. off of just pressing play and having like, you know, they have a big screen with like her music videos playing, but there's not any like real talent that goes into just being like girls are you guys ready i mean in you um but like <laughs> but it's mostly a bunch of women and like and some gay guys and like and guys with good taste in music that might be just, yeah and um yeah but i i, I think <laughs> and uh, my, i took my my boyfriend went because at the time i was i had vocal cord surgery so i couldn't speak and so i needed like a, a translator with me at all times and so he went with me and he was like I've never seen a room of people having with so much joy for extended joy, so like a, a, just a two hour long joygasm. He's he was like, I've never seen anything like it. These it, it was infectious. He was like kind of like scared of it at first. But he was like, this is just magical. And people you they you get to go on stage and like sing. I brought in a, like a microphone just to like hold to pretend like I was like it was I was just a fan that it was so much fun. And so um, my goal for 2020 three is to start a taylor swift cover band and like start adding dates to my shows like i go into town before or after and i do a cover band of taylor swift and i just donate the proceeds because i just want to do it for fun like yeah. i'm not trying to make money but there's so there's such a built-in i probably sell out bigger venues doing a cover band for taylor swift than i would my Great own idea. hobby shows and it's the best what's your favorite album oh that's a great question it's actually my favorite album is reputation and I know it's shocking. Yes, not a lot of Swifties. Feel oh that my way. god! That was the one that got me. I was going through like a tough time with a guy, and, and then you know, "Delicate" is my favorite song of all time. And then you know, "Ready for It" just opening that. There was just like, yeah, I just I loved it. But then I think that's the tour that I went to. Really? How long ago was that? That that was uh, 2018, I think. Yeah. 17, 18. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the one I went to. Oh, and was it great? It's the one on. Netflix. Yeah, I was like, I, I understand why this is such a. Like why it's just so like electric for people because she really like puts so much effort into yes, it. Yes, yes. She just like I don't know. It just makes you. I just wish she would have been around when I was in high school. It just like she helps me feel my feelings, which are all like fucking pent up as hell. You know, like you're you guys get it. Yeah. You're boys. Yeah. You know, like totally. yeah. feelings. They're hard to access, and especially as a comedian, well, like I you mean, just look at everything. Drywall. Like, it's so easy to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> This <laughs> is how I express myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's but comedy is like it's just so music is so sincere and comedy is so insincere, yeah. and yeah, I mean because I don't mean to get all in the net on you, but like it's like <laughs> there's this thing of like everything. I can say something real, but I got to cut it with a joke so I can get really mm, vulnerable. I but I got to go. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. Oh, um, I'm gonna don't it, don't worry. It's not too real. No. And music, I mean. Like there's like when you're singing, it's like you're like crying. Some men that are like singing, I'm like, that's so 
feminine almost. They're those like, oh, like Neil Young's voice. <laughs> Do you ever hear Neil Young, like the hey, quintessential rocker? Singing up there, yes, Neil. yes. Because think about Neil Young. Like he's this like amazing rock star that's just heralded as one of the best of his generation or any generation. And he sings like this. He sings like a little. He he sings like you think Susan Boyle would sound like. Like he sings <laughs> like a a woman. But we like are like he's such a fucking rocker. So uh, there's something for me that I feel like yeah. with comedy, I'm just kind of like it leaves something to be desired for um, vulnerability. Just, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Mm. I mean, I, I hey man, I'll trauma dump up there. It doesn't go well. Yeah, you got to make it funny. Yeah. And then if you make it funny, it kind of takes away from the truth of it. Yeah. Do you ever say something too real and people are just like, yeah. no, man, should, we don't relate to that. You should yeah. get some help. You yeah. should start <laughs> marketing show, some shows as stand-up trauma shows. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where it's like it's not it's not comedy. <gasps> I mean, I, I've, oh. cut, I've cut like a decent chunk of shit out because some of it is just too – like when I talk about like kids getting beat, like mm. Christian youth in the Midwest, like they just – some of them get it. Others are like, <laughs> well, "What's your angle?" You're talking about like childhood, just like getting beat as a kid. No, not me, but like he's talking just, about beating up children. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, no, right. Okay. I, when I pivot to that, they <laughs> I love, they would love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. yeah. No, I bring an, uh, a kid up there and I beat the <laughs> yeah. The, fuck de- out the of demonstration it. is what yeah. really. Yeah. No, no, I'll, I'll just like talk about like my childhood and like how yeah. my, my cousins and stuff would get beaten. So yeah. and I'll, <laughs> I used to like act some of it out, and people would be like, Ugh. "You know what? I love that because I feel like." That's that's what I want to go towards is things that people go, you can't talk about that. And it's like, well, that's because getting beat as a kid is so fucking awful. And there are kids getting beat yeah. and we do need to talk about it. And yeah, yeah, we're not making fun of the victims of it. We're talking about it's a thing that's Unless happening. Unless they make a weird noise, then it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Continue. No, I just think that I like that making people uncomfortable with that stuff. Not to just make people uncomfortable, but to... Uh, it's it's be, it's actually being vulnerable. It's not like um, you're yeah. not like. Hey. Yeah, I do a whole chunk on pedophilia. That it took me. So, I didn't give up on it because I was like, this is important. People need to know the facts. Like, because I because I'm so obsessed with researching pedophiles and like <laughs> just like how the fuck do these motherfuckers work? Yeah. Um, and I wasn't molested, so I can kind of talk about it in a way that I don't think someone that was molested could talk about. They would be too triggered. It would be too hard for them to be up there. You could sense their trauma, but I can talk about it from this perspective of like, this is what's happening. This is how you can protect your kids. And here's a bunch of jokes on top of it. That's not making fun of the kids being abused, but it's, it's putting it out there. And I have, I have people come up to me after show, at the meet and greet. We'll be like hugging them, and she's like, "I was I was molested as a baby. I really appreciated that. Thank you oh, for talking." Well, about like, uh, and I'm not. I'm guessing that's not everyone that feels that way, but I do. I just want people to be able to be like, "I was molested," and it be as normal as like, "Oh, I got spanked as a kid." Like, yeah. I want it to, because it's not. It's in the same realm of it's. It wasn't your fault. It you know it's a thing that happens so commonly, and it's also something that. I don't know. It's like the biggest get out of jail free card in terms of like any dysfunction you have. Yeah. You just go, I was molested. And people are like, okay, I guess you can be late for work. Or like, you know, like you can, <laughs> if you were molested and you survived that, and even if you didn't, if you still struggle with it, like that is some, that's, you should be able to board planes before veterans. Like that's some like survival shit. Like yeah. if you went through that and you got through it to adulthood and you are somewhat of a capable human being, purple heart to you because that is some fucked up shit. And I think that if more people were able to talk about it and just be like, yeah, I was fucking molested. And it's obviously devastating, but a little bit more just like it's something that happened. Like, oh, I was in a car crash. You know, it's, yeah. the, it's the same kind of... I. 
but it's 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 hard because and it's especially I I can obviously talk about it like that because that wasn't and it's so triggering for people. But I think part of the way to make things less triggering is to just make them more conversational. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like herpes. I'm always like, I kind of want to get herpes. <laughs> I don't have it. It's just, you know, razor burn that keeps coming back every couple of months and all my boyfriends get it. But um, like, isn't it like, not, yeah, so you do have it then. <laughs> no, it just you know, only flares up. Uh, it's like 90% of people have it, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, it's I, like I, there's still this, this is weird. I thought I've had it enough that I should have it. Like, yeah. I don't I don't think I have it, but if I did, I would fucking tell you because I want to normalize it because yeah. I want people to not be so freaked out about it and this think is... that it's like the worst thing that could ever happen to them. So I'm kind of like, if I got it, I would t- I would tell people. If I get a facelift, I'll tell people. Like, I want to tell people the shit yeah, that try everyone tries to hide. It's like, I don't know. I'm just tired of celebrities lying about work they've had done. And I just, if I do, I want to be completely transparent. And I know that not everyone likes to live that way, but I just feel like it's it would b- benefit people from having so much oh, shame. Yeah, yeah. All right, fine. I'm on steroids. <laughs> Fine, fine. People they keep asking. Working. Fine, I did get. <laughs> fine, you have I, to work out when you're on steroids. I did get my penis reduced. I did. Yeah, uh, fine. Yeah, fine. I got I a penis it, reduction. I made it small on purpose. Reduction. Everyone's asking. I made it small on purpose <laughs> to make it fair. Yeah. I said I was born small. I kept lying about it. And it just I was born gigantic. You guys are both the same height, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, well, he, do you consider yourself a short guys? Yes. Really? I never used to. Growing up, I was never a thought. Like I don't know this whole like, bro. I got making fun of short. For really, people. really. Maybe it's a yeah, Canadian dude. thing. Everyone's like too nice oh, in really? Canada to, and also like hockey players are short. Like everyone, all the yeah. cool guys that I knew were short yeah. or my height at least. So it was always like, wow. If you were taller than me, you were tall. But I didn't see myself as like a short person. Yeah, I, bro. I got. Yeah. I don't see it either. I, I, my boyfriend's your height, and um, he's shorter than me. I think you guys are probably shorter. I'm five nine, but like he's five eight and a half or eight and three quarters or something. And it's it felt it, for, derogatory he grew up, when you said your height. I know it did, but I didn't say your race. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That so, one. yeah. <laughs> because you don't know what it is. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah I, I can't know. <laughs> um, but he, 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 much like you, like felt marginalized by it and yeah. felt like it, man. He he would sometimes say like my life would be so fucking different if I was you know five inches taller and I'm always I just mean, like we say that all the time who would you be dating like that's what I'm always like who could and I know men? he could take <laughs> he could take men on <laughs> that's true that's why we want to be taller right so we could finally come out the closet I don't know I feel like he would be dating like a supermodel if he were just taller but I but I <laughs> locked out that he is not. Because he's super handsome, but he's short. So it's like, I got a hot guy on discount. <laughs> it is. He would totally be with someone hotter than me. <laughs> Damn, that's funny. Hey, man, shouts out to you, man. Shouts out to you. Yeah. He's, he's I guess you right. do get everything secondhand. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, yeah, I got him at Marshall's. <laughs> 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 he's defective. <laughs> Oh, I think oh. we're at the end. Yeah. Oh my god, this is fun. Yeah, you thank you so great. much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for Blast. being a part of our um our diversity guest program. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm glad to be the first more woman on this show. Before we have another woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, everybody, Nikki's on tour. 
Yeah. Um, NikkiLaser.com. I have a podcast, the Nikki Glazer podcast. podcast. Yes. Check that out. You can see her on F Boy Island. If yeah, you if HBO that gets picked Max. up again. Season three, I pray. Yeah, I pray too. Go, go pump but up. But season, season one two, and two are so fucking good. They're good. Yeah, if you haven't seen them yet, it's not like they weren't topical. You're not going to like miss any like any references by going back. They're just good fucking TV. And I don't say that about everything I've ever done. That one, that show though, is, it is. like, it's, it's genuinely good. It's bingeable, it's funny, and it's captivating. Yeah. yeah. Go check it out. And uh, if you're in Tel Aviv, <laughs> Nikki will be there. You are. Yeah. You're up yeah. in the Middle East. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Sorry. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. This week on the Bone Zone. You know what? You come do this. I'm like, we annoy this guy? I love it. In what universe? Yeah. Those two douchebags still living in their mother's basement? Yeah, no, he instantly looked at us both and he was like, you guys are twins. <laughs> Watch the full episode by signing up for a membership at TMGstudios.tv. Ha, 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 ha!